Now, earlier today, I was talking to you about, well, we was um, texting and stuff, and I didn't want to really say everything, like, over texting, because it take too long, and I don't know, I feel like certain stuff is better, like, you know, talk, yeah. like, verbally. So, um, when I was saying about the whole felon lives matter, my mama wasn't really talking about, um, I was talking more so like the ones on the outside that still like have like a charge on their record, like still labeled a felon, you know, the ones trying to just get their lives back right. But because of a felony, they really can't do much. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people do like find jobs and, you know, they, they, they do their thing, but a lot of people don't. And that's what I mean, like, just about it, like, like, also, like, because I feel like everybody, like, suffer from it mentally in, in a way. I mean, I could be wrong. Some people may be fine, but I know others, like, like, go through it mentally. I did. I had. No, um, I don't think people are fine. I think that because it's not accepted, they don't talk about it. And I think that's a big problem because you just have all these different emotions bottled in inside and you don't know how to express them. So now you express them doing drugs or being angry or other negative ways because you can't talk about what, you, what you're feeling inside. Because I don't care what nobody say. I only did 60 days, but 60 days felt like five years to me. Like you can't do anything that you want to do. You're in a system... Um, you're locked up with other same-sex people that you don't know from all over, different levels of criminal backgrounds. It's a lot, you know, to deal with. She got to get closer because she said she mumbled. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... For me, I would say the experience just... I just get really bad anxiety when I see police officers... Um, they don't even be paying me attention, and I'm just looking and nervous, shaking, sweating. Every time I get pulled over, I just think I'm going to go back to jail. It's just real bad. I think anxiety is the biggest thing that people suffer from that have been in jail before. And I think that it's good that you have this podcast to talk about it, man. And hopefully it reaches someone and changes someone's life. And inspire someone to be better and do better because that's all we can really do in life it sucks that you get judged and labeled by an action because you have been in jail and they they need to change it they need the work to change it and hopefully more people will step up and talk about the problems that we all encounter from jail and not hide it and bottle it in anymore like, I met this guy, I would never believe what he said he feel. Like, he he seemed so sure of himself and just on top of everything, straight business guy. And it's just kind of weird hearing that he dealt with it. I would have never knew he went to jail when I met him. Never in a thousand years. Like, that's just was a shocker for me. Yes, she's talking about me. <laughs> You're one and only. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't even have a demeanor of somebody who, like, went to jail or, like, you know what I'm saying? Got, like, a background or nothing like that. 
but yet it's still like following and haunting. It's crazy. Like nobody really, a lot of people really don't care about it, but like it's still people in the world that make it so difficult. I don't know why. You know, I used to ask a lot of people and they always be like, that's because that's the way it is. And like, but why? Like it, it doesn't have to be that way. Like why y'all like holding people like accountable for stuff they did years ago, not allowing them to work like at places, you know, they got to work like two, three jobs. They got families. They barely see them. They barely with them and cause problems in their marriage. And now they like probably going through the wars because they working so much just to provide because they have to. I mean, I'm just rambling, but that's kind of like true what I'm saying. It, it, it happens. Yeah, like, they don't want to pay. They want to. They know people need the job with backgrounds that has felon backgrounds, and they try to not pay them right, never give them a raise, and just take advantage of the fact that they need the job. So that is definitely going on. It's just not being talked about. Again, it's something that people just say, "Oh, I'm just gonna suck it up and deal with it." I don't know. I think. It's it's known, but it's nothing being done about it. I mean, everybody know you got a family, you can't get no good job. That's that's international. It's just like it being known out the problem is it's it's nothing being done to try to help. I mean, it's programs out there that I realize that's out there. It's one that's actually helping. That's it. Like it's a lot of people that really don't like vibe with you like that because of what it is like what the, what this is but it's all good though you know i still do it because i want to it's for me and i want to help others well i still think that it's an awareness problem because that's where it starts to change the mind of people you have to create awareness because i'm a i've been in jail before and you would think that i would be aware but to be honest i didn't know until you told me about this podcast how much it really affects people mentally and how I had to take a step back and look and see how it affected me mentally because again you're just taught to roll with the punches oh I caused this for myself I did whatever action I did to land me here so I'm just gonna deal with the consequences and you just move on with it and not even deal with the subconscious of what happened to you the mental of what happened to you the physical of what happened to you you just kind of keep going and trying to fit into society because what are you supposed to do? Like cry wolf or go hide in the closet? It just doesn't work like that. But I just think creating awareness is a step of changing the way people think about it. Because I just think it's not a lot of people that even pay attention to it, especially if they've never been in jail. Wait, pay attention to what? A pay attention, the, the pay mental? attention to how felons are treated in society. Oh, you mean like job wise too, right? Because that's what I was mostly. Um, yeah, job wise, mainly job wise, because again, it doesn't affect them, so they don't care, and that's usually what it is. But you have the LBGT P. Uh oh, let me not try to go that route because I don't know who that is. But you have the gay community that's um, that's creating awareness. And look at how far they have came over the years. And I just think that's what any any type of group or any type of um, organization, you have to create awareness. You have to create awareness. That's the biggest thing. 
And I think this podcast is one way that's creating awareness. And if we can just get more people to talk about it and more people to be open and share how they feel, their true thoughts about it, I think that's a step to maybe getting some employers to start looking different. Like, that's where we need to aim, but that's hard. I mean, when you think about it, employers have their arguments too oh it's a felon and this and they've been in jail and they can't trust you or what are they gonna do this to me or however way they want to put it even though it's all bs it really is because you can't judge a person offer something that they didn't do to you like you have to give people chances that's just the right human way to be i can't say hey i don't like joe because he did this to jane that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, that's true. But because how people are, that's how it's going to be. Until something, like, happened for them to start seeing, like, felons in a different type of, like, view. Rather than judging them and assuming that they... But you have to put it in their face. You have to get fel- find felons that's done well for themselves and successful. You said put it in your face. Put it in people's face. Put it in people's face. That's the only way you're going to get people to see and understand and know and create awareness. Put it in their face. Find people that's felons that's doing great and never been back again. Um, Just success stories. And I just think finding a group of positive people from the same cause I think that's the start. Like, you just need to find more people that's been um, affected by this and let them share their story and just keep making more podcasts about it. Yeah, but, well, not yeah, but my bad, y'all. I had a, a brain fart real quick. Now, I was going to tell you um how um, I, um, when I first started, I was talking uh, with my co-worker and I told him what I was about to do. And he, um, he like, well, that's brave of you. I'm like, what you mean? He's like, you know, you're putting yourself out there. I'm like, how? He's like, because you like doing something that nobody probably will ever do. Like, I can't do that. I'm like, just tell all my stuff, everything that happened. I'm like, but I don't see it as a big old deal. Like, I don't see it how everybody view it. I mean, I, I want to tell people what happened because, like, I want to make awareness. And I'm pretty sure there's other people out there like me that went not through the same thing, but I'm pretty sure they, like, went through it mentally when they came home or dealt with financial problems because they couldn't find a job or they just felt alone or suicidal or they didn't want to be here no more and felt like they was trash like, like that. That's what I'm trying to get people to see that's how a lot of people end up and we can't talk to people about it because people think we're complaining and whining they don't think we're making excuses about not like trying to do our best out there but it's it's roadblocks for us and it's difficult i remember working like two and three jobs well that's just in my blood like my whole family we hustlers we work but still i had to work like two, three jobs. Now, nah, I ain't gonna say two, three. I'm exaggerating, y'all, like black folks do, you know. I say about two, but I still did little side jobs, too. And I was just 
doing what I had to. Versus somebody with a decent job. You know, I had to work harder. I had to, like, walk differently because I didn't want people to judge me or talk about me more than they was already. Like, I can't say, like I, like I said on a few of my other podcasts, like, like if it's a stranger, I really don't care what, what they think. But if it's somebody who I'm close with, like, when it, when they, like, betray you or stab you in your back, it, it just hurt you. Well, it hurt me differently. I mean, other people, it probably bounce off, but not for me. I don't know. Maybe I just love more or I care about people more than they do me. I don't know. But that's just what it is. And because I don't, really don't trust, like, I had a bad attitude. When I had came home, like, it was jacked up. It was worse than what it was. I already had that whole baby mentality because, you know, the baby in my family. So I already was, like, had my little flaws, you know. But jail just tripled it. Like, I got impatient. Like, it was nothing. Like, I couldn't. I don't know. It was just weird. And, you know, I know myself. And I knew it was something wrong. But I just really couldn't figure it out. I always thought it was a spirit or something mentally, you know. And so when I had started getting involved with these um, these certain programs and organizations, shout out to Healthy Delray Beach. I started learning more about mental mental health, and that's when I had started realizing there was something wrong. She listen to my podcast. Everything I'm saying is on there. But hey, you know, just you know, we talking. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I had did. Well, I was supposed to do like 364, but because of God, you know, I did like nine months, two weeks. But it felt like forever. It felt like time like had stopped. Sometimes, like it, it felt like a day took like a week. Like, you ever, like, my sleeping pattern bad now because of it. Like, you know, they'll wake us up at, like, 4 in the morning to, like, eat breakfast. And oh, no, do count. That shit used to bug me. Like, some of the CEOs will let us stay asleep, but majority of them make you just get up. Knowing that I cannot get out this cell. Mm-hmm. Knowing I can't go anywhere. They just want you to just fucking get up at four o'clock in the morning so they can count you. <laughs> like, are you serious? Yep. And then, and then, if you ain't want breakfast, you had you couldn't. Nobody could say nothing for you. They couldn't say he sleep. I don't care. They had to wake up just to tell them they don't want breakfast and go back. Mm-hmm. And once you wake up, like I remember, I used to sit up from four all the way to like ten, mm-hmm. like wide awake. And I didn't want to get up. Like I wanted, I was trying to go to sleep, but I couldn't. I tried every trick in the book to go to sleep. I couldn't. Like I tried to read myself to sleep. It wasn't working. I tried just counting sheep, literally. Like in, in, in jail too, I had like created this imaginary land. I know that sounds kind of insane, but no, I did. you gotta do things to protect your mental. Like, I don't think it protected. I think it kind of made it kind of off because when I came home and when my ex had left 
That's when I had plunged, like, down. Like, I, I had just snapped. Like, I was just tired of everything. I just like, you know what, man? Don't nobody want me. Like, everybody done rejected me. People talking about me. I can't find no job. I was like, I'm shit. I'm trash. So just to hell with it. I had plummeted. And it happened before when my mom had died. I had snapped like that. It happened again. And um, when that had happened, that's when I used to, um, I used to get like drink, like for our locals and stuff. And I used to get high just so I could enhance that feeling of that little imagination I, I created in jail. Like it was like my peace land. Like it was like my peace world. Like I remember just getting so high, I'll just go in my room and just lay down and just like, just fantasize. All right, we're going to take a quick break real quick. We was talking too much. We got carried away. We will come back and stuff. So, peace. Until then, I should say not peace. Wait for part two. <laughs>